It's a new day. Yes, it is. Live from a Zoom call emanating from Atlanta, Georgia, Lando Lakes, Florida, and uh, Lubbock, Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the new day. Wow. (laughs) Big round of applause. I'm from Lubbock now. You know what happened in Lubbock, right? I don't know if you guys remember. I know it was all over the uh, the, the dirt seats and the internet, but uh, a man named Percy Watson uh, used to be on the show with us on the roster, and we had a race. He's an athlete. He used to be in the NFL. I think he would he play receiver or something. If he you did look not at play him, receiver. What he play? He, he was definitely on. I think he was a linebacker. He was definitely well, on the defensive side of the ball. Well, he was real fast. He was real fast. Yes. He looked fast. He looks like a physical specimen, like a real life action figure. And one day, you know, he asked me if I wanted to smoke, you know, if I wanted to race him. And I said, well, Percy, you know, I'm retired, but I'll come out of retirement. We have a little run in uh, main event at, in Lubbock, Texas. So um, it was time for us to run in. And when it was time, your boy turned on the Jets. And when your boy turned on the Jets, people didn't think that I had any gas left in the tank, but I beat Percy in February on in, uh, in Lubbock, Texas. And it's just, you know, it just brings back memories when he says Lubbock. That's all that. That's all that is. That's all. That's okay. all. Okay. Uh, that wasn't your best story. I'll say yeah. that. Well, it was I, a story. You know, it was it's a story. Warming up. He's warming up. It was, a, it was a story. It's a little bit. It was just, I'm warming up for the gas up. Yeah. So. Just getting it rolling. Get, get, get <laughs> the seats warm. Get the seats warm. I <laughs> am Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Uh, and I am Biggie. You know my saga. You know uh, what I've been through. You know what what they put me through. Really, you know what I've been subjected to. You know uh, the weight that I've had to carry. Uh, was was it uh, Atlas? What's the the god? That, Atlas shrugs. Atlas. Yeah. No, the the god. The weight covers, of the world. Yeah, he is the way the world. Always oh, way holding the world. Yeah. Right. That's me. I was like, why are you talking about Atlas shrugs? Okay. No, that's 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 me. You. That's me. I have the weight of the world on me because when they removed my name, when they removed Langston from me. They, they put the world on my back. You know, think about how much psychological damage it does to a man. Think about how that breaks a man down. Think about how they destroyed me uh, in, in my spirit and in my body. So that's, that's the weight I carry around is a man of no, uh, a man with no home, a man with no land, a man with no connection to, to a family, to a life, to a world, a man who is floating out here in the ether. I'm like, um, was it American Beauty where they have that plastic bag that just floats? Mm-hmm. In the wind, that's me. I'm floating in the wind, useless. Uh, you know, I might land in Norway. I might land down the street. Who knows? Who cares? Is that's me? I'm that's me. If, if when when I when I pass, you know, I'm not really. I told you, just throw me in a ditch, put my body in a ditch. But if anyone were to ever make a tombstone, which I don't want, but if they were, I want the tombstone to say, "Who knows? Who cares?" Knows who cares? Hey, story of my can life. Guys give, can you guys give E a gas up? No, he doesn't need a gas up. This is E. Uh, e is, yeah, e is very is, happy. He's happy in this. This is doing this, this, this place. Himself. Right. I'm, con- I'm content with this, uh, Dan. Don't don't try to. That's <laughs> 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 all. My apologies. <laughs> you might not like what you hear, but I'm loving it. Yes, yeah, I'm loving the thing that we learned. Dan. That's one of the things that I learned very quickly about E is that. Uh, when he when he goes into these 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 rants and these explanations of what uh what the, what the dark looks like what the darkness is like, he's not being upset. No. He's just keeping it real. It soothes me when he yeah, says the, when he says the bloodline ends with I used to get sad. I said no 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 no. 
you got to have kids and have this legacy. He said, no, it ends with me. And I, I learned a new way of thinking because I was trying to put my societal norms on him. And he showed me the light. He said, we don't have to be the same. We don't have to want these children to, to, to essentially model ourselves after what is, is that selfish? Is it a selfish thing? It could be. Some people might see it that way. And he said, I am not going to enter that life right now. You might change your no. mind, but no respect. Thank you very much. Thank you for uh, respecting that. And, uh, sir, next. Uh, and, and, and I'm Kofi Kingston. I'm Kofi Kingston. That's, uh, that's me. That's all you got. That's all I got. You know, that's, uh, that's all I need. That's all I need. You know, uh, I did have an idea though, uh, when you were talking about putting stuff on your tombstone and you were also talking about the plastic bag, would it be okay with you if we cremate, uh, cremated your remains, put it in the plastic bag and let the plastic bag blow in the wind? Would that- no. I mean, we, we got too many plastics already uh, in, in in our world polluting. So that's that's not okay, okay. with me. In fact, I, so I you ban you. Okay. I ban you from doing okay. that. Don't, okay. don't do it. You ban him? Right. I ban okay, you from well, it. What does that I mean? mean? <laughs> you, you ain't going to know. You have no power. What you going to do? You know, you don't know. People aren't even saluting you now. So what, what power do you have to ban? <laughs> Look, when I pass, that's when I get my power back. <laughs> Everybody I have, salute. I can have whatever last name I want. I'll be, yeah, I'll be Biggie Langston if I want. I think that's how it works. My spirit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you up, babe. Well, you've worked hard and you've earned this. And they hand you an envelope <laughs> and it just says Langston. And all of a sudden you, <gasps> yes, <laughs> everyone, <clears throat> hard salute. Instant salute. Yeah. In hand. Yeah. Welcome home. Just Langston. imagine when those pearly gates open up, just everybody with their hand to their forehead saluting you. That's beautiful. Wow. Little, little uh, trumpets playing. I, I can't wait. The long wow. trumpets with no, uh, no bells. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. With the ribbons and banners. The, long, the angel horns, yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, so this That's week, right. some, some things happened. We had the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. And I'm curious, uh, we haven't, we didn't ever really take time to talk about this. Like, Kofi, it's like, you've, you've made so many memories in the Royal Rumble to the point where people come to you and they say, oh, what kind of tricks are you going to do for the Rumble? <laughs> uh, ridiculous question. But, but in, yeah. in all seriousness, it's like, You've you've been a part of this for so long, and only a few people have like a pay per view moniker like that they get attached onto themselves. And you got that of being like Mr. Royal Rumble. Like, so what was that like for you not being able to be in it this year? It was really strange. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like number one. So so a big part of the Royal Rumble is the crowd, right? I think, I, I don't know if I said this before, but I feel like second only to WrestleMania, uh, people look forward to this, you know, Royal Rumble as just with, with so much excitement, you know, and anticipation and just to be in the crowd and like count down and, you know, the, the energy is from like the first match really all the way to entrant number 30 and beyond, you know, to the end of the show, like the energy is crazy. So um, to like, to not have that this year was strains to like not be able to look forward to that. But then again, for me being completely removed from it, like you said, there were so many people literally all year, everybody's always asking, what you gonna need for the Rumble, Kobe? You got some plan? I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't have anything planned. You know, if it comes, it comes. If not, it doesn't. But um yeah, it was very strange this year, like just knowing ahead of time that I wasn't going to be in in, you know? Uh it was just, it was just weird is the best way that I can describe it. I just um when you've done something literally every year for so long, literally over a decade, I think I was tied with Ziggler for a second place uh, at, for having the most Royal Rumble appearances. And I think it was at like 12 or something like that. I don't, or, or it can't be 12 because I've only been with the company, what? Oh, 13, might've been 12. I think it might've been 12. But um, 
it was just strange to have to, you know, just sit out. But it, it was what it was. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Um, at the same time, like I've been in so many of them that uh, I don't want to say that like it's not that I've gotten like used to it or that it's like a, like the novelty is worn off. But if it was uh, uh, if I if it was like my first one that I missed, I think I would have been a lot more upset because um, I, I don't know. I know I'm going to be here next year. <clears throat> All things. Uh, you dying? Yeah, I'm saying, up about it. <laughs> but I know I'm gonna be here next year. I just, I'm like choke up. I, I would have been more upset about it, but I just this one didn't really hit me like that. I just <laughs> and it's it's literally just phlegm in my throat because I, I I burned my pasta, which I don't know how someone does that, but it's it's sticking in my throat. So anyway, but yeah, it, it, it was just weird, man, just to watch and not have literally any pressure to perform to complete a. Uh, uh, a, a maneuver, an elimination maneuver, you know, like there was literally like zero pressure. I got to watch almost as a fan. So um, it was, I don't know. It was just different. It was weird. It was strange all around. Yeah. That, that was going to be my next question is like, do you feel like a, so E's carrying the weight of this, of the world by not having Langston and you're carrying the weight of the world, having to try to figure <laughs> out like, hmm, what's an interesting way to get back into the ring. So was that while it was sad that you weren't in it, was it like, ah, oh, I don't have to think of anything. <laughs> No, because I think, like I said before, like, I don't really, um, I don't put any kind of pressure on myself to come up with anything, you know? So I've always been of the the mindset of if it happens, it happens. And then if it doesn't, it doesn't. And even last year, we didn't really do anything. But having the moment with Brock in there when we hadn't seen each other since uh, the SmackDown debut on Fox, that kind of overshadowed, like, not having a, a creative elimination spot or, or not get eliminated spot, whatever mm-hmm. you want to say. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I didn't really feel pressure. I just, it was just very strange to know that like people are asking me about, Oh, well, I can't wait to see what you're going to do. I'm like, you gonna have to wait at least until next year because it's not happening this year. I'm not in it. So it was just strange. That's all. But yeah, and no, I was all good. It was good to see y'all. That was great. You mm-hmm. know, I, and, and to be in the room, I always take for granted, like, how good it feels to be in the same room as you guys. Like, it's all three of us too, you know? It, like, me and Woods were in there and we're talking. And then when E walked in, I'm getting goosebumps even thinking about it now, holy. <laughs> like, so so E walked in and drops his bags and just we all get in the middle of the room. And it is, it's, it's quiet in the locker room these days. So for yeah. us to be in there and just get loud and obnoxious, but it's like genuine joy. Like, I, I you know, I was elated to see you guys and be with you guys in the same room, man. And I was trying to think like, there, there's only a handful of people in this world that I have that feeling for. And it's like, yeah. my kids, my wife, y'all, that might be it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, my parents, my parents, yeah. but my brother, you know? So it, it's just, I, I don't know, man. And I not, not to go down this like, you know, gushy lane, but I, I, I love you guys, man. I really appreciate yeah. just- Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? Just, just being able to have this kind of relationship with um with two individuals that that I I I just I look forward to seeing you guys. I look forward to just being in your presence and I know it's gonna be a good time and we're laughing and having an awesome time. And you know, even with like the, the we had the backstage segment. So for us, we all got in the, in, on the floor, we all got down on the floor in a circle, <laughs> we start cooking, you know, and the process is coming yeah. together. And like just to feel that again was just incredible. So for me, that's really what the rumble was all about. And um it just felt good. And obviously to, to represent Brody out there too, um, was, was just amazing. Was just amazing. I kept telling E like, 
just how good I kept catching glimpses of myself in the mirror and just like the color combo, you know what I'm saying? And all the different elements of the gear. And I'm just like, yo, this gear is tight, bro. This is tight. <laughs> like at least 25 times, you know, I had to like stop myself a few times, but it was just all around a, a good, honestly, it might've been one of the best rumbles ever for me. And I wasn't even in it. <laughs> now that I'm like thinking about it, like I can't even think about a time where I've like, like had so much joy being in the building at the, at the rumble. And it's crazy that like, I wasn't even actually in it this year. So yeah, man, it was it was a good day all around. No, 100%, man. And I felt the same thing, man. And it's almost this like Pavlovian response to seeing the two of you because I knew you were going to be there, but something still like, as soon as I saw the two of you together, you know, standing together when I walked in, I felt like my spirit was warm, like that, that livening. And I was going to say before you said it, I was like, I think that's love. I think that's what that is, yeah. man. I yeah. think it's... It's genuine, uh, and I got the same feeling when I would see like Brody in the gym, um, where I would just like light up, and I would just almost like the, the corny romantic comedy <laughs> where uh, the lover sees the other lover from across the park or whatever, and drops all their bags <laughs> and does a slow motion sprint. That's what it yeah. felt like. It's like it was genuinely just it did my spirit good to see you guys and just to talk. And just the three of us, we formed that triangle, man. Great. It's beautiful. It's and great. just like you said, we, when we go over the promo, I always love that creative process of us just huddling together and figuring out what we want to say or what we want to do. And just how organically, even after all these years, somehow it hasn't gotten stale to me. I know we've had some time away, but somehow it hasn't been like, it hasn't become old hat for me. It's, it's a feeling that I miss. It's a creative feeling. And I told you guys, I texted you guys right after. I don't know what it is, even if it's just once a year, when we retire, when we're in our 40s and 50s, that we have to find some way to get together to work on something, even if we joked. <laughs> so we made this joke that I would just like find the, a neighborhood kid, just find like a 16-year-old kid and ask him to write a promo for us so, so we can get it and just, <laughs> just dump all over it and talk about how much we hate the promo and, and just rewrite it on our own. For just, nothing. Just, for nothing. We're not filming it. We're just going to do it in like the living room. And then be like, all right, cool. See you guys, uh, oh, see you guys right. next month. Uh, next year, right? yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Just, just to get that old process out again yeah. but no man it was it did me so much good to see you guys to be able to talk to be able to work together again on something and again like you said to honor someone that we really loved and cared about uh, i was really cool and i agree man i was thinking about past rumbles and i think for me like kofi you've always had this really cool focal point that people love but i never really have i think the year prior the stuff with Brock was something that we got to do together to work with Ray, the people were behind. And even though this is a weird one with no crowd, I will say this was my favorite for many reasons because of the Brody gear, because of the reunion with you guys, but also getting to do some pretty cool stuff. Um, we all love Christian. Like Jay mm -hmm. is such a good dude. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea that he was going to be in the rumble when I walked into that building and to be able to do stuff with Jay. And, and the crazy thing is, too, I didn't even remember this until uh, someone hit me up and fans started uh, putting me in, you know, in my mentions and whatnot. And so Jay's last match, Christian's last match was a uh, number one qualifier, a, a number one contenders match for the Intercontinental title about seven years ago, which was held by me. Mm -hmm. So what are the odds that once again, after all these years, I haven't had the Intercontinental title since that first run. I, I get the IC title. Christian comes back. We actually have an interaction in the Rumble all these years later. 
and he still owed his shot. He unfortunately, we never got to have that that uh, title match. It was actually, I think, supposed to be on main event the next day or two days later. But I'm just so beyond all that. I'm just happy for him as, you know, I consider him a friend. Uh, he's always like, he's another guy. I light up when I see him. Um, and I'm just so excited for him that he's progressed enough, uh, that he's healthy enough. Um, but just, man, he looks great too. I don't want to say he looks yeah. great for his age, but for, for his age, man, he's in great shape. Yeah. He didn't miss a step. At all, man. He okay. We're talking about how how he looks great. I gotta tell a story. So back in another life, when I was uh, at a, at another place, <laughs> there, was a, <laughs> there was a group of us that were you know my size guys. They call us the X Division. And so it was before a show, we're in the back, and I'm feeling good because I'm like 20 years old. I'm like in this wrestling organization. There's all these guys here. I'm so excited to learn from everybody. I'm thinking like, what can I bring to the table? And at this point, I'm like, I'm lifting a lot. I'm doing cardio. So like, I'm, I'm like all abbed up. I'm like, cool. I'm, I'm going to go out there and look great. I'm going to get all this offered, all these opportunities. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to make all this money. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> and I'm looking at my abs in the mirror because everybody's trying to like flex. And I'm trying to show like, I got the best abs in the room, huh? And Kristen walks up and he goes, tell me when those draw you some money. And, and walks away and proceeded <laughs> to wrestle in the main event and make a ton of money. And I got beat up by like seven people in a 10-way match or something like that. And so... <laughs> He like, so when we were in the locker room, like pretty much right when, when E uh, walked in, I think Dolph had come in and he was talking uh, about, he's like, oh, I think what, what was Woods there when you did the, the ab thing and made fun of that guy. And I was like, uh, it was actually me that he made fun of. <laughs> it walked away so cool. But I love it because now Christian comes up and he shows me, he's got like a full eight pack. He's okay. like, hey, I guess I joined the, the train, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so yes, just very happy that, uh, that he's back. And he's, like you said, he's in incredible shape. I can't imagine. Like, I hope that I'm in that good of shape when I when I'm that age. I'm, I don't know if I'm in that good of shape now. Honestly, <laughs> he has so much snap to his moves too, like hitting the ropes and like you think that you would you would miss a step. You know what I'm saying? Like it would you'd have some kind of ring rust or like you it would take some level of acclimation. You know, maybe a couple matches to get back in. And he just looked just amazing, man. Just. Man, it was it was a joy to see. And obviously, like him in there with Edge, too, with the whole story that was told with the Rumble this year, that just, what a great Rumble. It was awesome. It was a yeah. really, really good one. I got to go back and watch, but I heard incredible things as well. And just before I move on, um, I, and too selfishly for me to be able to have stuff with, like, I never really thought too much about doing stuff with Bobby Lashley. But just having that interaction and seeing people like, I wish we had a crowd for that. I got to do that selfishly. The stuff with uh, Helms uh, was cool. Um, there was just, you know, moments in there for me. This is the first time where I had like, you know, kind of memorable moments. And it wasn't just, and I actually think this is the first time I ever eliminated anyone in a rumble. And oh, I had wow. two eliminations. Oh, there you wow. go. But it was that, it was, it was just also like being able to do stuff with Woods it's like putting on your your favorite pair of pants that you just yeah. always had, and it's still, it still just it just feels good putting on. I miss these pants. I haven't put them on in a long time, and they still fit. And it's just like just do hitting those double teams, getting yeah, fired man. up together, man. Because it reminds me of you know, especially when you have a more loose structure in a match. Like it reminded me a bit of uh, our Hell in a Cell because usually you don't have moments in a normal tag match where you can just hang out and high five and talk and hit double team moves. So was that kind of like, if it had the hell in a cell vibe where we could talk and team up and, and uh, it brought me back to, to that feeling and how much I missed that. And as much as I think, you know, there are definitely positives, I think for us to get a bit of a, 
a refresher in our careers. And, and, you know, there, I think there are some positives for us going away and hopefully gets us, gets people more excited to see us all together more permanently. So I think there are some positives to all of that, but it also makes me just really miss our time teaming together. It's crazy to me that it never got old. That's right. the part that, that just like, I never got tired of it. I get tired of everything in life. Yeah. I get bored of everything. <laughs> everything, like the feeling fades for everything in life. But for some reason, uh, this one doesn't. Um, so that's, that's me selfishly. I'm really enjoying this rumble and getting to do some cool things. Um, but I will also say uh, another very heartwarming thing. I felt like my heart was just warmed many times over uh, <laughs> on, on Sunday uh, because Bianca seeing her oh, win mm-hmm. was so cool. Uh, the legitimate pop in the locker room. Oh my room. God. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, I, like, I told her, like, I made myself go find her to explain to her, like, I've been here for 10 years and I have never once seen a pop in the locker room for Bro. the finish to a match. Like people like, if there's someone's going to applaud, like, you know, uh, you know, veterans come back and they do the match. We'll go to gorilla and everybody claps, you know, great job, all that stuff. But like for people who have like pretty much like just came onto the roster tonight, have not gotten the chance to like do a bunch of like crazy things yet. Everyone was so happy for her that the genuine, like arms up in the air screaming yeah. that Legit. she won. Like, yeah. man, like yeah, cool. I don't, I've never seen that in the locker room. And so it was just, it was so cool that everybody was just so happy. Like her and her and Ripley just like, tearing oh, it up at God. the end. Like, everything oh. that they did at the end was like, it just like, again, so like to go off what you're, what you were both saying, that seeing that like warmed my heart. So it was like, yeah. everybody's like putting their all into this. And I know that there were a lot of things that people were talking about as far as the rumble goes, like not having fans there, like, like in person, like physically, it's like, what is this going to be like? Is this going to be weird? And to the points that you guys have made already, like it was freaking awesome. Yeah. It was freaking awesome. <laughs> Man, it was awesome too. So I, I spoke to her. Uh, so number one, like you were saying, the energy in the locker room, I haven't seen that in a very, very long time. Like I, I was sitting there, I think it was with the MVP. Like, all right, well, who you got? It was like down to the last three. I was like, oh, I don't know. It was Charlotte, you know, Charlotte might win, you know, add to the record and all this. And then all of a sudden she gets eliminated. And then literally everybody is just like on the edge of their seat, just sitting there and like, just just watching like kids watching the show, man. Like when you like, it's so hard for us to have that feeling anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so rare these days. So when she ended up, oh my, and like the, the whole, just like, I feel like they, the, the pacing of what they were doing in the ring was amazing. They'd be going like super fast, but then they'd be on the outside of the ring and then super slow. And then like, pull. it was almost like a, uh, like a martial arts movie. Like you're at the end boss, you know what I'm saying? Like they built, it was, it was perfect, you know? And then you just had no idea who it was going to be. And then talking to Bianca uh, afterwards, like just seeing the legitimate joy in her eyes, man. Like her eyes were full of tears. And this, I probably spoke to her probably like maybe 45 minutes after they already, after she already won. But the emotion was still there and she couldn't even talk. She couldn't believe it. And was just like, I, I just love seeing people like, you know, when you're, when your your dreams are coming true, you know what I'm saying? And you're seeing somebody in that moment and you get to be in there to just feel that energy and see the, the, the joy that they're experiencing. It's such a good feeling, man. I'm so happy for her. She's a touch it, I think one, one of the reasons that it hit everybody so much, cause like, cause we've been doing this for, for so long to where not that, not that you're like burnout or like, you're just like over anything, but like you've, you've, you've been in these situations where like in order to feel that feeling again, it has to be like, a, a certain kind of like high, you know what I mean? Like it's got to be in front of like, oh, well, we host a WrestleMania in front of a hundred thousand people. Now, like, what do we do? Well, we got to have like a, a 
crazy cage match. Like it was something that you got to keep building on it to feel that same like crazy emotion that, that you felt like once before. So I think everybody's seeing that again, like happen in real time was like, man, like I remember this, like, cause no matter how old we get, like we're, we're, we're kids on the inside, you know, we just, we love what we're doing. And so to see someone be able to express that type of like childlike happiness and joy that, you know, is coming from that place of when you were real little watching this on TV, like there's nothing, there's, I don't think there's anything better than that. Honestly, being able to actualize your childhood reality, like that was in your head, like, man, yeah. I don't know if there's anything better than that. And, and I think too, it's also the culmination of her being an incredible athlete, being so fun to watch in ring, but such a genuinely good person, a good hearted person. Um, and it just also seems like everything is just coming together at the right time. Just watch even like, I always knew she just watching her. You could tell she's an absurd athlete. When we watch her walk around with Otis on her back, Bruh. Otis, oh my God. who is massive, Otis is, was probably at least 330 pounds. He's enormous. And to do it with ease, seeing that, and you know that stuff, like the, the, the uh, gauntlet stuff, a lot of that stuff can be real corny. And it can come off poorly. But uh, it, she's just such a one of one, just such an original. Um, her energy, her... Her style, just I'm I'm over here fanboying just because she's <laughs> yeah. she's dope, man. And yeah. she's a good she's a good hearted person. And it's cool to see people like that because too often in this industry, you know, really talented people oftentimes get passed over, especially when they're good people, especially when they're, you know, because oftentimes in wrestling, it's the squeaky wheel who gets the grease. And some people just think, and like rightfully so, like if I work hard and I do the work and I bring my, the total package of character and in-ring that I should get to a certain point that I should get what I deserve. But oftentimes if you're not complaining, if you're not, you know, doing backstage dealings, sometimes, you know, you don't get the break you, you should. And it's so good to see her getting her breaks, getting these doors open for her um, because she deserves it. So um, her, her story too, um, I, I, I got to watch bits of her documentary that they put out. Her story is so moving and powerful. And I feel like she's already helping a lot of young women and not just women and girls, um, but, and not just, not just black girls and black kids, but I think she's going to help a lot of people and she's really inspiring. And I think she's, everything that's right with our industry is uh, Bianca. So I'm going to uh, do some more gushing, I'm sure, later about her. <laughs> but I'm just legitimately such a fan uh, of her. And it's also really, it's really sweet to see Montez, to see him standing like yeah. in Gorilla or outside. Yeah. And I was, anytime I see, like, he's always there for her segments and her stuff. Anytime I see him, I just, I'll, I'll dab him up or I'll give him a hug or I'll say something. Because I, I really, I root for the two of them uh, as people and as performers. Again, I think he's a supreme talent He's incredible as well, uh, character-wise, charisma, uh, athleticism, look, everything. So capability. Yes. Capability. Which is very, you know, it's very important, important to the new day. Most important oh, of all. my God. But it, it is. The biggest piece of the pie. <laughs> but yes, so I, I really root for the two of them. So it's, it's just dope to see her um, just getting those opportunities she deserves. For whatever reason, I didn't feel like we'd ever do like a, hey, this is what we thought about the Royal Rumble or right. like whatever show we're yeah. on because yeah. it's so much nonsense. But like, this is like organic and feels good. Like, a, this is a real conversation that... <laughs> 
that we're having in space. Yeah, because well, it just didn't feel like it, it's easy just to get stuck in the monotony of work. And like you said, yeah. man, we've seen how many matches have we seen in this company? How many shows have we been to? And we have a lot going on, you know, like, you know, the, and the thing too is when we were watching the Women's Royal Rumble, a lot of us were still trying to figure out like what we're doing, like we're getting dressed, we're going out. So we had stuff on our mind, but I still felt like, you know what? I have stuff that I need, I need to go to still photo to take these pictures, but let me pause right now. Let me take a moment right now to get invested in this. And it's cool to have that moment. You know, we don't have that, that moment with fans where you all feel like one and all the energy is everyone's moving together and you have this almost tribal experience together. We don't have that now. And to a much smaller degree, I kind of felt that in the locker room, you know, like we were all of the same mindset. We were all invested in this and it was just really cool to have those rare moments. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was a different kind of workday. One that's really yeah. unique. It was like, so, so to your point of people still trying to figure out what's going on throughout the day, like it was almost, once it came down to, to those three, like time slowed a little bit. And then when it came down to those two, it felt like time kind of stopped. And like, I wasn't going to go do anything else. Nobody else was going to do anything else. Nobody, everybody kind of stopped talking. And then it was just, oh, oh, oh. and it's like, man, this, this feels like we're in the crowd. This feels like a crowd watching wrestling. Like it feels good. Cause you like, just to your point, it's, it's so difficult for us to get to that point. Cause we're in it so much. And I feel like, like we've talked about it before for me, uh, seeing so many matches from so many different places at this point, like for me to be entertained and like want to sit and watch, it has to be either horrible. So I'm entertained that way or <laughs> insanely good. So I'm entertained that way. And this was insanely good. And every, like, I feel like every single person that was watching it could feel that emotion. And yeah. so wild considering yeah. the situation that we're currently in with, right. the, with, the, with the virtual fans. And so uh, I don't know how people felt about it at home. I, I guess you'll tell us on Twitter if, if, you, if you care to do so. Use hashtag New Day Pod to stay in the conversation. But yeah, what was it like for you guys at home? Because like we said, for us, it was incredible. What a rumble. What I'm trying to remember if there's anything else that was uh, really noteworthy for that. So I need to go back and watch the show because you know how it is. You're just real busy. Yeah. And yeah. Just living. But yeah, I enjoyed that moment. And I'm trying to think of anything else that I'm missing. I don't know. I'll think about it and I'll get back yeah. to you. Thanks for trying to save me. I appreciate it. You meant save you in, in the rumble. In the rumble. Yeah. yeah. And I got my elbow hyperextended and I got to oh, wear my man. sleeve and I'm coming for him. <laughs> anyway, I, saw, I, I, saw, I was telling you I saw that when that happened man that it did not look good I was like oh uh, yeah he would have said something if he was if he was really hurt but then I saw you coming the next day with that big bag of ice on my elbow I was like oh I knew it no oh, no. my baby it's oh fine. It's no just fine. I'm just hoping that at the point that people are listening to this I'm this will be what next Monday so at this point if I don't, if I don't fight reckoning tonight, then just know that what, if you see me on TV, I'm very upset. <laughs> <laughs> it's two, two, baby. I'm going to state it right now. If I, if I'm not fighting reckoning tonight <laughs> on raw, whatever I'm doing, you know, that inside my brain back deep in the, in the canals of my brain, I am pissed. Uh -huh. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Tiebreaker. All right. What's the next subject, E? Uh, I'm not the host. I am not the host. I, my, my mind is empty. I really have nothing else to offer here. Uh, I know that at some point in this program, we will get to our, our gas ups. And, uh, you know, we, we got some really good responses from the gas ups. And I, I think, too, that, you know, sometimes people uh, are empty. Sometimes at three, three quarters of a tank. You know, we're, we need uh, different amounts of gas. But we're just going to request that you pull into uh, pump number five. That's right. I said, <laughs> pump number five. And get your fill up. 
and and we gonna we gonna stick the uh, well we're we're yes. gonna we're gonna put is the this, gas in. Let me, this, let me just say we'll put the gas self-serve? in. Is this self serve? Is it self serve? They have to say in the car. Oh, this like, this like, is uh, this is New Jersey. This New is New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is New Jersey. And in New Jersey, we pump the gas for you. So we'll do all the gas pumping. <laughs> I always find that uh, a bit off putting too, because you you gotta you gotta give me your credit card. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. It makes me feel like I'm not an adult. Like I'm not allowed to pump my own gas. Like I'm not grown. Right. What is yeah. what is it they don't trust me with? I'm not sure what the point is. It, it's weird. I feel like back in the day it was like a luxury, right? Like you know you'd pay a little bit more to have somebody pump your gas. You know, it's that it costs like me. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I don't pump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me pump. <laughs> gas. You you pump know, your own gas. <gasps> not, now when it's like, when it's forced on you, it's like, no, you can't get out of the car. You stay in your car. I'll pump your gas. You know, I don't, don't tell me what to do. I can pump my own gas. I don't need you to, yeah, it's, it is off-putting. Did I, did I drive great it myself? Description. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, it's, it feels, I feel snooty because I got, I got two hands that both work and I'm just yeah. going to sit in this car while I'm, and especially if it's Jersey in the winter. So you got, mm-hmm. you got this poor man or woman who's just standing out there in the blistering cold pumping gas. That's a horrible way to live. And I'm, I, I don't want to besmirch anyone who does this to, to earn their living, but I'm just saying it, it's, it's not the easiest job, I'm it's sure. Cold. And is Jersey the only state that does it? I feel like there's one other state, but I can't recall. Mm. I was going to say, I think there's else. one other one too, but Jersey's, Jersey's the one for sure. They are the one, but yeah, just pretend that we're Jersey. We, we, we pump the gas here. So hand, hand over your credit card, hand over your financial <laughs> information to us. Yeah. What's your zip code? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's 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 go ahead and get to the gas ups. So uh, we have our our gas up director. So he's he's helping us pump this gas. Uh, Mr. Dan Reichert, could you show us our first gas up topic? Yes, I'm the GUD, the gas up director. Hello, gentlemen. Hey, uh, good. Good. Go to give the uh, disclaimer first. So before we get into the gas ups, we want to make sure that you guys understand that new day is here. We are here to gas you up and make you make you feel good. Put those good emotions inside your soul so you can run with them daily and reach the levels you need to reach. But also understand New Day, especially this New Day podcast, is absolutely ridiculous. It's insane. And we just speak nonsense. So while we do know that there are people who are dealing with some very serious, very heavy topics, um, we are going to tread more into the, the light ones because we are not qualified to give actual advice to uh, to people that need it the most. So if there's some things that you're dealing with, uh, we very much hope that you're able to get the help that you need. And we shall now enter the new day gas up zone. Welcome to the gas up zone, gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you, GUD. Yes. GUD. Gas good, up director good. is here with a couple gas ups for you folks. Are you ready? Yes. All right. The first one comes from Kevin Buckley. He could use a gas up. He says, my wife's due date is Thursday. And keep in mind, this is going to be the Monday following. So he uh, has a a small child, a baby Mm -hmm. at this moment. Mm -hmm. We are excited to have New Day's youngest fan, but currently living in Sweden, away from our family in the USA. Having a baby during COVID without family around is not ideal. Can I have the power of positivity to get me through the week? Mm -hmm. I think this uh, I think this calls for a gas up, boys. I think it does. I think it does. Well, we don't know. Sometimes uh, babies will stay in in the oven um, past uh, the time that they, they should. Past so that the right. So past the do pre pre and post. Well, in case. we could we just roll with it and and just you know and, and let it fly. Okay. Got it. Well, I, is it is it is it um, petrol 
in Sweden, or is it still is it gas? Oh, oh yeah, what do they use? UK gas they use there. I don't it's know. Control. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this actually. Yeah, please. What do they call yeah. gas in Sweden? Effect. They're like <laughs> one moment, please. <laughs> uh, petrol slash gasoline. Mm. Okay. 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 What is this man's name once more? It is Kevin Buckley. Kevin mm. Buckley. Kevin Buckley. Well, Kevin mm. Buckley, mm -hmm. today is a beautiful day. Well, not, not just today, because, I mean, there's probably a chance that the your little bundle of joy came out before. But anyways, the day that you are hearing this is a beautiful day because even though the world is feeling down because of this damn COVID, even though the world is a bit cloudy, your world is bright. Your world is filled with sunshine and joy because you have that beautiful baby boy or girl. You have that bundle of joy. And that joy will carry you through the tough times. That joy will carry you through the cloudy days because you have a life, a young life that you will see grow. You will pour all of your love and affection into your child, into your loved one. You will see them grow. You will see them talk. You will see them walk. You will see them learn to love, to get married, to live or stay single like myself. Bachelor life ain't too bad. Whatever they <laughs> choose, you will see this life grow and you will have more love and affection in your life. And I am so happy for you. I am filled with joy because of the joy that you will have in your life, in your life. Being away from your family, mm. your friends, mm. it's hard. It is it's difficult and you know this and you already been pushing through. You've already made it this far and now you can make it even further with three. Mm. That child. Your new charge, your new responsibility, everything changed when you laid eyes upon them. Now you live for them. Now you hustle and you grind for them. You work for them. You make sure that they grow up into a productive member of society just like yourself. You make sure that they grow up into a respectable member of society just like yourself. You're going to give them the lessons that you were given. You are going to pass down your knowledge, your power, your energy into this young child and they will be the one, they will be the one who loves you. They will love you so much and you will love them on this journey to the new parts of your life. Love, unconditional love is what it sounds like Woods was talking about right there. You talked about being away from your family. You talked about having the times be hard, but fear not because what you now have is the key. What you have is somebody who, no matter what is wrong, makes it okay. I'm talking from experience. Anytime that I have a bad day, anytime something goes wrong, anytime that I'm not feeling the general energy, I look into my son's eyes, he smiles back at me and everything is going to be okay. So look, man, you are about to embark on the greatest, most wonderful journey in the history of great, wonderful journeys. Congratulations on bringing life into this world. The road is bright. Enjoy it. Yes, yes, Travel yes. Well, there we go. There yes. we go. And, well, and, and, and I'm not, 
I got uh, I have an, an addendum. Go ahead. Oh, gas up. Oh, you you gonna to top them off? Well, yeah, just okay. a little top off. Yeah. Some <laughs> gas might spill out of your tank, but it's okay. You know what I mean? When you, you top it off, you get a little extra. But I, I just did some research, and I know you are stuck in Sweden right now, but I did some research, and it appears that Sweden has some very delicious foods. I'm talking about ragmunk and ligginberries. Mm. Yes. Ooh. Marinated salmon with dill potatoes. Ooh. A crayfish august. A knackerbrod, which I guess is a crisp what? bread. A chives and sour cream, which we, we also have here mm. in the U.S. Yeah. We also have smorgasbord. Ooh. I said a smorgasbord. Ooh. Not without the pickled herring. <laughs> we also have something called a gooberora. I don't know what that is. Toast skagging, uh, a pillow pea soup punch, and Swedish pancake, meatballs and macaroni, uh, or mashed potatoes, uh, cream sauce, and licking berries. Uh, and you can't forget for dessert. I said you can't forget. You can't forget your princess cake. And last but not least, a saffron's boule and cinnamon buns. That all sounds delicious. I wish I was in Sweden right now. So even though you are not in the United States of America, Sweden is also quite incredible and they also have Many delicious treats, so make sure to treat yourself and your new baby. I, I guess it might be a little early for some <laughs> yeah, of those, actually. No, no smorgasbord for the babies. <laughs> not yet. Save it. Save it for him. Save it. Save, save, it. The, save the smorgasbord <laughs> for another couple years. There you go. Gassed up. You, you sir, have been gassed up. Yes. You've been gassed up officially. You even got wow. topped off. You got topped <laughs> off and everything. Wow. Bro, why Why did you say meatballs with the... With yeah. the Meatballs! You put the accent on the second part. That's where the spirit took me. And the Sometimes. Fact, the fact that you said you put the accent on the second part, like, there's no accent at all. There's no, no accent yeah, at yeah, all yeah, in the meatballs. Right. There's no accent at all. You the gotta episode, let the gas up spirit take you. You're not even in, I'm not even driving uh, the ship, you know what I mean? Wow. I, let, I let this gas up spirit mm-hmm. take the wheel. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was, okay, that was so our, our first uh, wow. gas up. For for a guest hey. for an, an individual, yes. Kevin Buckley was it? Kevin That's Buckley. Correct. Kevin mm-hmm. Buckley. Kate yes. Buck. You are gassed up, and congratulations to you on yeah, your yeah. bundle of joy. It's a, it's, a, it's a big thing. It's a, it's, it it's a big. It's a, it's a big deal. It's funny because it uh, so I know so Kofi and I talked a lot uh, before I, my first son made his way into the world. I talked to just like a bunch of dads and spread like Heath a lot too. And everybody said the same thing. Like once you see this child, once you lock eyes, like everything is going to change. And it's like, you don't think that because you don't think like nothing's ever had that kind of effect. Like, no, I, I know what I want in my life. I know why I do what I do. Like I am my, who I am. Like seeing something isn't going to change that. As soon as he opened his eyes and looked at me and like his arms were like wiggling at me, I was done. I was done. Nothing that I do matters unless it's like somehow helping him. And it just, it just changed everything. So, uh, it actually, it's, 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 it's a very humbling experience because for us, the, the, the male side of it, we, we don't really do much to, to make that process occur. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, uh, to see such, such work being done by the human body as 
our wives are going through so much pain and like so much trauma, but that creates this beautiful, tiny little human. It's, it's insane. I just, I just, I can't fathom what is happening inside of like a uterus to create this, this, this human. And then you just learn how to, how to deal with the baby. Oh, everywhere I go, like you, like you explained the other week, you got to bring the diaper bag everywhere you go, because just in case that one time you don't do it, something's going to go down. Um, but they're just learning how to, how to live in your, in your, in your space with this, with this new baby. And like, you don't make the schedule anymore. They do. And you just adjust and you learn and you roll with the punches because there's no manual on how to do this. Um, but, but that's like, that's kind of the fun part is by flying by the seat of your pants, plans do matter, but they kind of don't because if you try to make plans, the kids are going to destroy them somehow. <laughs> They're going to destroy them. And you're going to, you're going to be laughing the whole time after the fact. Maybe not in the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. In, in the moment, in the moment, it's not funny. In the no, moment, it's not, not funny. But after the fact, yes. <laughs> when you said uh, that the man doesn't uh, do a whole lot, I was going to say just a couple pumps, but I didn't want to ruin your beautiful moment. But I also <laughs> well, the, well, the thing that I really wanted to say, I'm not even going to actually say because it's it was, but so the pumps would have been. Fun. <laughs> yes, so that's been a good alternative. Yes, <laughs> we all know. We all know. GUD, can we please get our next gas up, sir? Absolutely can. This next gas up request comes from Dave Zalewski. He says, second year as a teacher, first year with my own classroom, really struggling with keeping the kids engaged and trying in a virtual setting. My fourth graders could use the gas up way more than me. It's Mr. Z's class. They've got some big WWE fans in there. So, uh, folks, this gas up is for Mr. Z's fourth grade class. Oh. Get them interested. Oh. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <sighs> Mr. Z's class, let me talk to you a little bit. It's your boy, Xavier Woods, one third of the new day. And we are here to gas you up because we understand Learning in the virtual space, it's kind of different. It's very difficult at times, you know? It's hard to keep your mind engaged and pay attention on occasion, but this might help you just a little bit because I know that each and every one of you has a dream. They have a goal in mind for where they want to be when they become an adult, for when they got to pay bills, for when they have a mortgage, for when they're getting a paycheck, for when they got to do all these things that adults do, all these extra responsibilities. You have to also be intelligent. Mm. And the way that you gain this intelligence is by staying engaged. When you feel like you're starting to slip and fall out of consciousness in class, you go, no, I got to stay in this because if I stay in this, I have a higher, higher probability of reaching my long-term goals. I may not want to sit and think about what capital goes with which state, but you know what? That's important right now, as are many other things. And if you keep rolling on, you keep doing these assignments, you stay engaged in class, then you can reach your goals, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Z is here to help you. Help him help you. Mm. Yes. Now, 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 kids, kids, Mr. Z's class, I want to equate this to something, something physical, okay? And then I'll come back and get to it, get to the, get to the main point of it, but in order to exercise, you see a lot of WWE superstars, especially Big E and Xavier Woods. We call them body guys. You see them with a nice <laughs> body. You know what I'm saying? These guys got all these muscles. They, they do that. They have those muscles because they exercise those muscles. They work out. They challenge their bodies to overcome. Now, let me tell you what the most important muscle is. I think you know where I'm going with this. The most important muscle is that brain. 
That's the one that you need to work out. That's the one that you need because without the brain, none of the other stuff works. And when you feel tired, you feel fatigued. You don't feel like studying anymore. You don't feel like looking at that screen anymore. You want to go do other things. You have to discipline yourself and put yourself back in front of Mr. Z so he can educate you so you can continue to work that brain out because you want your brain to be strong. Now you want your brain to be as strong as your body, if not stronger, because what I say before, the most important muscle in your body is your what? Your brain, baby. Get strong, stay strong. Mr. Z's class, Mr. Z's class. This one is for you. You have a teacher who loves you and cares about you so much that he reached out to us. He reached out to us directly. He sent, in fact, he sent pigeons to the New Day headquarters. We have, we have a headquarter. He sent pigeons, carrier pigeons, to, to drop these tiny little scrolls. They put little scrolls and they put them in their little paws with the claws. That's what they call them. And they dropped it off at our official headquarters. And he put in all that time and effort because he cares about you. He cares about your minds and your futures and your educations. And we all know that this is a strange period. We all know this is a strange time in our lives. But this time, this time right here, this time right now, this time is vital. This time is important. Use this time to learn and to grow and make it fun. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy yourselves while you expand your mind. Your mind's about to get so big that you'll struggle to walk through doors because your cranium is massive. Your head will be so big that they'll hit the sides of the doors. You'll have to walk in sideways, shoulder first, because your brain is so massive. Your neck will be strong, so strong, because it'll have to carry the weight of, <laughs> of your big head. But that big head will be so important to you in your life. It'll be so vital to have a massive <laughs> That big dome of yours. Man, I can't wait to see. When I see a bunch of kids at a wrestling show or walking down the street and their heads are like eight feet in diameter, I say, wow, I know who your teacher is. That's Mr. Z. That's how you'll stand out in the world. Everyone will know who you are. They'll say, oh, I know exactly who you are because your head, there is no cap. There is no hat that will ever fit your head because your brain is so big. Your brain is swollen with information. Your mind has expanded to incredible measures with knowledge and facts and tutelage. That's what you need in your life. So much tutelage that your head, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that your head can't take it. All that tutelage in your big heads. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. In fact, once your head gets so big, please tag us on, on Instagram and on Twitter. And we'll say, we don't even have to say Mr. Z's class because we'll know. We'll say, <laughs> my goodness, that's a big head on the kid. <laughs> that boy or girl got a big old head. That's Mr. Z's class because they got all that knowledge up in there. You, Mr. Z's class, you all have been gassed up. There you go. There you go. There you go.
You're all full. Got a I full feel tank. With, with that, with the head uh, comments, I feel like I was in Mr. Z's class. My head is very, <laughs> you do. very <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. yes, Is yes. that where I was? <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> I was learning from. Yeah. Mine was all kinds of weird shapes. <laughs> but at first, I was thinking was when you said the head's too big to get through the door. I was like, are they gonna super, like switch to Hey Arnold heads? What is happening in this in this gas up? Yes, that's what I imagine. Not only turn sideways, but dip your shoulder down. Yes. <laughs> you might have to run a squat to get in this door frame. Look, <laughs> certain, certain elements of life will be harder. They will be harder yeah. because of all that knowledge you have. But it's worth it. So, it's right, worth it. but it'll be worth it. It's a yes. sacrifice. Also, also too, if you're trying to get that bag, you gotta get good grades. I'm telling you, it was much easier that way. Yeah, secure the bag, make the grades now, so then you can make the money later. Right, that's what you want, Sir Dan. Should we should we take one more? Yeah, sure. We're we're one another more. gas up request. Yeah, uh, why not? One more. All right, the good. Got one coming in from Brittany Felicia. She says, "I'm currently prepping for my fifth bodybuilding show, and I'm going wow. for my pro card. Could use a huge new day speech of encouragement." Ooh, Cove. You want me to start this off? Yeah, we, okay. I think we've each started one, so. Yeah, sure. What What's her name again? Brittany Felicia. Brittany Felicia. First of all, I want to congratulate you on your journey here, being brave enough to do bodybuilding and put yourself out there, to track your progress, you know, to... Uh, uh, I'm not, I'm not a bodybuilding guy, but I sure do appreciate when people are able to go out and make themselves better. And you are making yourself better. And you're about to get your pro card. It's just a matter of time, you know? It's just a matter of time. You're about to do it, you know? I'm not one to count chickens before they hatch, but I can guarantee that you are going to get your pro card because I know all the hard work that you put in, all the time that you've invested, all the sacrifice, the dieting, the, the commitment, the even getting yourself to bed on time so that your, your body does what it's supposed to do at night. You're doing that. You're making those sacrifices. You deserve this pro card. In my mind, you're already a pro. I'd give you a card right now if I saw you, but you're going to make not, it official. You're not qualified, though. You said, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not qualified. I don't have the chest. I know that. I know that. I know that. But it's not well, about it's, me. It's not, it's not <laughs> I don't have the body to be given no, out bodybuilding cards. Everyone knows that. No one's going to accept it from me. But I'm saying if I have one, I'll still give it to you. Yeah, that's all I'll it is. still it's, give it to it's you. It's more of an encouragement thing. Yeah. You're going to do it. And I'm excited to see it. Well, I uh, once again had to do some research and I was able to find you, Brittany Felicia, B underscore Felicia Fit on Instagram. And I don't mean to be crass. I don't mean to be rude, sir. But girl, you got it. Girl, you got it. I put eyes on your body and you already got that pro card. Let me rattle off some stats for you who don't know. She is a 2020 NPC North Americans figure top five. Top mm. five. Top what? Yes. Top five. Mm. Already. Already. She is New York based. And I scrolled. I have looked through many pictures and I see the effort. I see the hard work has paid off. I see that you, Brittany Felicia, do not skip leg day. I see your glutes and your hamstrings are popping. I see your shoulders are wide. I see your biceps are strong. I said strong. Brittany Felicia, you step on stage and you receive your pro card because in my mind, it's already one. 
Your card has already been drawn from the deck. That's not really how it works. I know it's not a deck of cards, but in my mind, that's how I visualize it. So you step on stage, your diet will be dialed in. Your body will be dialed in. Your water will be flushed out. You will be dry. You will be cut. You will be muscular. You will have everything it takes to be the very best to receive your pro card when you step on stage. So Brittany Felicia, when you step on stage, you will not be alone because we will be with you in spirit. We will be with you on that stage hitting the poses. Just imagine your boys mm-hmm. hitting double buys with you. Imagine your boys hitting those most muscular poses with you because you got this Brittany Felicia. That's how much we believe in you. We there with you in spirit. Just hitting them poses, thinking about your boys. And go out there and receive and claim what is yours already. It's yours. Like the Wu-Tang Clan said, mm. it's yours. Mm-hmm. Now, Miss Felicia, you've heard from my two very good friends, Kofi and E here, about the hard work that you know you've done, about all the accolades that you've already received. So the gas up that you are going to receive from me is the gas up about how good that celebration is about to be when you get that pro card. Because you know that you're gonna be thirsty. You know you're gonna be a little bit hungry, but you're gonna be a whole lot of happy once that card comes to you. And then you can go out and you can have a celebration meal. You can have some celebration drinks. And all the while, you will know that you have put in the work, you have put in the effort, you have put in the time, you have struggled, and you are now a pro. You are now satiated for the time being, but you are a hustler. So you understand that when that pro card lands in your hand, the new struggle begins and you climb the mountain just like you did before and you'll do it again and again. And again, Brittany, because you are the best you have been gassed up. Thank you. That was beautiful. Uh, I will say, I feel like when you gas someone up, I'm kind of spent is what I'm saying. I'm a little spent. So I'm I'm tingly right now. I was nervous about going after you. I feel like you should always go last, honestly. Yeah, you got to close it up. I mean, I wouldn't. You got to close. You're, 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 you you're very good. I feel like Kofi and I are, are good. You're, no, you're no, yours. I, I, I'm not good. So, you're good. Well, no, Kofi, you're great. You're not good. No, you're great. You are. You are great. No, no, no. no. Yeah. That's why. I, 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 that's why I got to either be in the middle, okay, <laughs> like the sandwich, and <laughs> or the human I, you know, or or, or <laughs> at the at the beginning, but never at the end. I can't close <laughs> it out like y'all. I can't close it out like y'all. No, no. That's, that's think, not me. I think. I can I can go first or second, but regardless, both arguments are that he has to go last. I feel like yeah. I feel like the audience would agree with us. Everybody too, knows that it's not it's not a slight on us. Yeah, but it's just it's ra- it's raising you up. You know, like gassing you, you up. You, you talk about we put Kofi on a pedestal. You know, this is your pedestal. This is your pedestal. Boom at the gas station. Okay, uh, I'll yeah. be the uh, was it uh, Mariano Rivera? He was the Clean greatest up. greatest closer. Closer. Yeah. Nice closer. Great closer. closer. Yeah, I'll close for you. I'll close for you. But I am spent. I feel uh, we give, you know, that's all. And that's that's the story of my life, you know? I give and I give and I give. And what the hell do I ever get? You know? 
<laughs> um, should we, since we're doing gas up, should we uh, ask someone to be a guest, but only just gas them up, don't let them talk, and then have them leave? <laughs> without, without their knowledge? Yes. Hey, do you want to be on the podcast? And then just gas them up. And that's it. <laughs> and then they start to tell their story. And like, yeah, we're out of time. Sorry. Keep going. Uh, yeah, I guess that might be a thing. It's a thought. Oh, my God. That, that's a good... We should have done that to, like, Hornswoggle or something. Yeah. <laughs> just not let them talk. <laughs> also, by the way, so so I, I, I uh, was telling you guys, I, I finished reading this book. My God. It's, it's so, it's so, so, so good. Um, so I know I talked to you about this, Kof, already, but... Uh, Obviously, like you're much closer with with Dylan than, than than we are. You might be super close to him with him too. But so obviously, like I know Dylan, like, we're, we're buddies, we're cool. But I didn't know about any of the stuff that he went through before he got signed, and then even a lot of stuff that he went through, like when he was signed. And it's just, it's a very, it's a very good read. It's like a very unbiased, like these are the things that happened, and this is how I feel about them type of thing. And um, there were like three or four times where I was just like bawling just crying wow. when he's talking about like winning his like first championship and stuff like the way that he explains it. And I don't know if it hits the same way if you're not, uh, if you're not a wrestler, but the way that he was explaining it is like, I remember feeling that's that same, like the, literally that same exact feeling of like, I'm not supposed to be here. And like, and this is happening to me right now. And I'm getting like weird, like talking about it. Um, but there, but there's a lot of that in there. And so it's, it's, um, it's, it's a very good read. So if anybody listening, uh, went, it was listening to the, the Dylan, uh, Hornswoggle episode, um, talk about his book. It's called life is short. So am I, it's on Amazon. It's everywhere. You can get it. Um, I highly recommend, uh, taking the time to either read it or listen to it. And the audiobook, he actually reads it and it's, it's very good. Yeah. I think, I guess you're referring to uh, imposter syndrome. Which I wonder how many people, I guess, I think there are a lot of people who just kind of silently suffer with that. But I, it feels like a lot of people have just the, the feeling that you're not supposed to be here. That you, oh, yeah, yeah. Have, that you haven't earned the spot or that everyone is better than you. And Yeah, well, it's that thing of like, so for me, it was, it was more of the, there were very few people who, who legitimately believed in me that I would, that I'd be able to do this. Um even if they didn't like outright say it, it'd be like, oh yeah, cool. Just like thinking wrestling's a fad. And then knowing that, like for me, I'm like, I know I'm not going to be six feet tall. I know I'm not going to be like 250. Like, so I, for, for me, the way that people would speak to me when I tell them that I want to be a wrestler, those were essentially demerits against me. And that was why I decided to like, okay, well, if I push myself deep into like education and like get some sort of knowledge here and then like music. So I get like, and that's where the like the trombone stuff came from. Cause I was figuring out like, well, if I can check a bunch of other boxes, then maybe like I could still like do this. And so in, in his book, like the way that he explains it, like his, his stuff that he went through is a hundred thousand times more difficult than the things that I went through. And so knowing that like I felt that in when I was in my position, but then hearing Dylan's, it's like, I had all the tools of the game, you know? So it's, 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 it's just, it makes you kind of uh, think back on the things that you went through. It's a, it's a good retrospective, um, especially considering the kind of guy that he is and how he's so like uplifting and happy. And just like, he's just a fun dude. And, and he, with all the stuff that he's been through, he, he worked very hard to make sure that, that he is happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. He could, he could have very easily not, been happy and just kind of like fell into fell to pieces, but like he's he's so resilient and just such a strong person that read it read the book. It's it's great. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I could go on for, for another five minutes, 10 minutes about exactly that, because me and Dylan are, are a lot closer than, you know, a lot of the other people in the business or whatever. But to read his book, I learned so much that I had no idea about. And then you almost like, you know, you, you read it and you say, man, this person's experience was amazing. And then you're like, I know that person. That's my brother. I know him. You know what I mean? He did like this happened. I had no idea. And it's just like the level of just respect that you have for him as a human being is just amplified to the nth degree. So uh, I, I don't, I, like I said, I, I could go, I, I don't, I'm going to try not to go on for another 15 <laughs> minutes about how amazing it is, but you, it's definitely a, an amazing read just to put some things into perspective with um, his journey and uh, just how arduous it was and how resilient, like you said, how, you know, how, how he's even doing this and has done it at such yeah. a great level or high level. I definitely need to uh, to get to it. He sent me a copy and definitely need to get to it at some point uh, soon. But like you said, man, his story, just even knowing just the surface level of getting to the point he did in, in WWE is pretty incredible. Uh, but was one of the things that you said uh, that really kind of sparked me and kind of has been on my mind lately too, is when you talked about like the way people spoke to you, when you talked about your dreams. And even though I don't see myself as someone who has like some vitally important opinion or whatnot, but one of the things, one of the things that I often thought about was um, sometimes I would see someone and think, man, they're really talented or they're really dope. Someone like a, a coworker, someone maybe I didn't know that well, but I thought they're really, really talented. And I would just be like, you know what? They probably know. I'll just keep it to myself, move on. They know I don't need to burden them. But one of the things I started thinking about, especially the last few years, is is just taking the time to tell people, hey, I think you're amazing. I think you're talented. I love what you do. If that thought crosses my mind, just send the text or say the thing. And worst case scenario, someone thinks you're annoying or doesn't care about your opinion and they move on. It's not a big deal. But sometimes you can say something positive to someone that even minimally sparks something good in their life or helps reaffirm their beliefs. So that's something that I've kind of been more mindful of is just just say the thing that's on your mind. If it's positive, if you really think someone is talented, just say it. And it may mean nothing to you. It may mean nothing to them, but sometimes it sparks something really beautiful. So um, I've been trying to do more of that because I think we could all use more of that. You know, too often people silently either silently suffer or hold in the, their love for others or their appreciation for others. And just spreading that. Um, because like I said, when I, when I think of Brody, I have so many great Brody memories. But years ago, before we were even like as close as we were the last several years, years ago, when I was at a point where I needed it, you know, when he told me after the Seth match that, hey, man, you're really talented and this shows the office how much you have. It probably it was just something on his mind. And I'm sure it meant like little to nothing to him. But, you know, six years later, seven years later, I still remembered it. I still treasured it. So that's that's my little morsel of uh, advice. If you. you you got something on your mind about someone you think is dope, man, feel free to let it out. That, that idea, because like we've, like we've talked about this before, you say, and, you know, give people their flowers. So I had an instance of that because you know how like we're trained and, and we can wrap it up after this. I don't want to just drag it on. Um, when you first start out, it's like, you know, uh, don't, don't, don't like freak out when you meet people in the same locker room and stuff like that. And always like play it cool. And so I've always like taken that to heart. Just always, you know. Hey, Kurt Angle, how are you doing? Nice to meet you. Whatever. <laughs> Very like professional. Um, so we like with the Rumble. Um, so I didn't know Carlito was going to be there. I'm just like a big Carlito fan. Just like when I was younger, he was like my guy. Cause we had like, when I was growing my hair out, 
I finally saw him and it was like, I was so hot. I was like, that was going to be my whole thing. And I have this crazy curly bro. You know, screw this guy. And then with the apple and everything, it's like, oh, so I just, I thought it was, was freaking awesome. Um, and I never, I don't, I don't, I've never gotten the chance to like uh, be in the same ring with him. And so just, just doing that, we didn't get to do anything because all the stuff that was going on, but just getting the chance to do that for me, it was like, it was enormous. It was crazy for me. And so uh, thinking about you saying that just like in the past, I made sure I went and told him just like, we didn't get to do anything, but like, thank you. And he's like, what? <laughs> what? I was like, just, just sharing the ring with you, honestly, like it was just like really cool for me. So I'm just a like, big fan. I really appreciate everything. And, and then don't want to bother you. Cool. And when got dressed and stuff. And normally like I wouldn't have done that, but, uh, and I don't know if it's like means anything that means he's, he's, he's awesome. He's so cool. Super, super nice to me. Um, but I did that because in that conversation that we had, we were like, you know, tell people stuff. And, and, uh, I'm, I'm glad that, that we had that talk because I feel like it is something that's really important because people don't know. That was, this is nice. We had, uh, some real heartfelt moments in here. Of course, your, your typical tomfoolery as well, but, uh, it was nice. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Same. Perfect. Same. All right. Well, uh, now that we've run you through uh, an entire gamut of emotions, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna leave you high and dry <laughs> until next week, till we get some more gas ups in here. So throw your gas ups on the internet with hashtag New Day Gas Up, and if you're lucky, you might top you off. Ooh, the, that you with the way you said it there is that's lord. What do you mean? Didn't you he, top? Where's today? the lie? I don't One know, lucky man. person got topped off today in the gas up. That yeah, man, it was great. It was Some awesome. Topped them off. Great. Not right, everybody right. can get so, topped off, but you yeah. know you'll do it. Sometimes, <laughs> if you're if you're feeling froggy, you'll jump. You yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but thank you guys for listening to this. You can catch me on the internet at Austin Creed Wins, and you can check out my YouTube channel Up Up Down Down. And you can catch me at True Kofi on the Twitter and at the True Kofi on the gram. Yeah. Uh, and I am at WWE Biggie on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, my Instagram bio will have the links for every single piece of gear that we'll be auctioning from the Royal Rumble um, that supports Foodlink New York, which is a Rochester, New York based charity. Um, that's where Brody is from. Uh, that's a city that he had a lot of love for. So uh, they address food insecurity in Rochester and actually in a 10 county area uh, in the state of New York around that like upstate New York area. So they do amazing work. So we're going to auction off all, they're all signed, um, all three of us. Um, so there's a lot of like, I think people have been clamoring. Some people who are into buying gear have been clamoring for Kofi and Woods gear and their stuff. <laughs> you know me, I got my, yeah. all my gear is out there. So Very this is we got some, some exclusive stuff. Uh, they true. might not ever put any of their gear up again. Um, <laughs> but this, all, this all goes to a great cause. Uh, so look for that. It's also my pin tweet on Twitter. Support uh, that in memory of John Huber, someone we really loved. And uh, jump on that. Also, today is Monday when this drops, which means the Super Bowl was yesterday, which means Ooh. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just lambasted, just, oh, no. just dominated what did you the do? Chiefs. They just Ouchie. did. Look, I'm putting oh, good no. energy out in there. That's so you can, you can also find me in these Tampa streets running up and down on Dale Mabry. I, I don't care <laughs> about your jinx nonsense. I'm going to say it. I'm Bro. putting it out there. And if I'm wrong, hey, so be it. <laughs> yeah, what you want to say? That's what I'm talking about. Bro. I'm, not, I'm not superstitious, man, no, like you. you. I'm not. You can't. You you just ruined it. I did not. Oh, that's you just how it works. The, so, this, so what you're this, telling this, me you is up. my one person. I'm yep. one person, and I and the Bucks were going to win, but now that I said this, it just changed the whole sport. You added because, to the. 
the snowball of energy of counting the chickens. I'm telling you, man. Hey, well, hey, I guess the Chiefs, the Chiefs just won, man. Wow. Patrick Mahomes, the new GOAT. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, Tom Brady, sorry that it couldn't happen for you this year, but Eve ruined it for you. And, uh, you know, that's that's the way the cookie crumbles. I'm now so excited to see the outcome wow. of the Super Bowl. Why well, would you do that? Which uh, one of these is going to age well and which one's going to be <laughs> terrible? Uh, if the if the Bucks lose, uh, Alex, make sure to take this out. Ladies and gentlemen, next week, mm, we got a special episode for you. It's going to be our special Valentine's Day gas up episode. So what we want you to do is use that hashtag New Day Gas Up and send us some things that have to do with Valentine's Day. Maybe a little bit of romance. Maybe some controversy going on. Things that we can chat about. Maybe gas you up. Maybe we just spill the tea about it. Who knows? Go ahead. Send it to us. <laughs>